is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Okay, we're testing this out. Hey, solely people, Allison Crow here, your favorite life and biz coach, and this is the live recording of episode number 91 gather your support team with intention. All right. Um, 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 I'm just acknowledging that I'm an ummer. Are you an ummer too? Cheers to the ummers. The other day I was actually watching a professional speaker talk and I was so relieved to hear their ums. I mean, I'm a professional speaker too, but I'm talking super professional. So if you're here, say hi. I'm using a new piece of software that I'm kind of excited about. And I can see your comments in the chats. If you're a live viewer, if you're a podcast listener, you are like a ghost. And I don't want you to be a ghost. So if you are listening to this on the podcast, your job is to share it and tag me. Your job is to, um, hey, hey, your job is to share it and tag me. Your job is to send me a DM in either Instagram or uh, my Facebook. I'm going to tell you something about my Facebook, though, in a minute. Um, so your job is to let me know that you're a listener so that you're not a ghost. And obvi, obvi, love me some reviews. <clears throat> okay, this is perfect. And I just lost my voice recording a podcast. I'm sure that's fantastic. Uh, I'm excited about this episode today. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I see, um, I'm going to give some shout out to some watchers and some listeners. Beth, Melinda, Shannon, Christy, good to see you guys. Okay, y'all are going to love this. Uh, Maria, hello, hello. Okay, so here is the topic of the live today. Gather your support team with intention. We'd be going through some intense times right now. Like, right? I don't know about y'all, but I've been going through all the different phases of grief and not in any particular order. And it is human. My last four episodes... This is the fifth episode that is focused on support for the current circumstances. And so um, this one's a little bit more upbeat <laughs> because I am settling into the new normal. The last ones I have been, I, I call my mindset sober. Um, thank you, Radzi. Radzi says she just did a live recording on building her team and she included me. So here's what happened. Y'all know everything I talk about is comes from real life. The best lessons are from real life. And a few days ago, 
maybe more than a few days ago. Governor Cuomo from New York is doing his daily live streams, which I am in love with. I feel like they're so practical, they're clear, they're helpful, they're serious, um, they're human, and he always ends with some mindset and spiritual stuff. Do y'all realize that? I don't know if you watch as long as I do. <laughs> like the other day, he was like, we need to stay distanced, but spiritually connected. And so I love that he always ends with that emotional piece, that soulful piece was what I call. And the first day that I watched him, was, um, I'm only a recent Cuomo watcher, but the first day that I watched him, I, you know, he's doing all the info and the seriousness of COVID-19 in New York and the hospitals. And then at the end, he's like, this time is going to show you who you are. It is going to reveal the cracks. It's going to reveal your weaknesses and it's going to reveal your strengths. Amen. I took a picture of it. Um, I ended up deleting the picture, but I was like, holy cow, someone on TV said that? Um, and it wasn't the Oprah channel. So for sure, um, this time is certainly revealing who we really are, right? Um, one of the things I've been saying recently, like I have new clarity on for most of us, the word fear has only ever really been, well, not for most of us. That's a very privileged statement. I just have to acknowledge that. For anybody marginalized, for anybody poor, uh, they're used to living with their health and safety threatened. Okay? So just as a personal development junkie, most of my audience, most of my sphere, um, it's where I work, but just have to lovingly acknowledge like we have lived a privileged life where fear has really only been in our brains. Right? It's all false evidence appearing real. And the reality is there's some things to legit, you know, be concerned about right now. So um, I shared on Facebook the other day, um, a couple nights ago, I, I've been loving on my people. That's my goal. Take care of myself, love on my people. Take care of myself, love on my people. And I've been allowing myself to experience a range of emotions. Um, very little panic. I had a, I had a panic on Tuesday, March 10th. Uh, I saw what was going on in Italy and not from the, y'all, it's this the other thing. People will be like, oh, the news is manipulating me. It's not the news. It's the news, news, news. It's not the news. It's the people on the ground. And so there are some pros and cons about being on Twitter. But one of the pros about Twitter is I, I feel like I can get a little bit, I like information. <laughs> Listen, guard your mind, but I like information and I know how to sort through it. And um, I feel like, you know, I was seeing things from doctors and nurses and live videos. And I have friends on the ground in Italy who were kind of letting us know what was going on before we realized what was going on in America. And um, so I had a little panic day. Part of that was because I had a live event. And what do I do? Once I made that decision about my event, I, you know, I got back on track. And then as, as news comes out, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like I'm, I'm doing, I'm helping my clients. I'm loving all my people. I see where some people are out of work. Most of my clients are not out of work. Most of my audience is, um, is, has always been working from home. Not all of you, but most of you have already been watching uh, or been working from home. And so that's just who my audience is. Okay. And uh, I'm watching people 
you know, go through their emotions. I'm going through my emotions. We are on day 13, staying at home. Uh, my husband's starting to go stir crazy. He is boy scouting the shit out of this situation. And from day one, I have definitely felt his support. Like, like I said, like he's been boy scouting the shit out of this. I usually work in the mornings. I take care of my clients. I have a break and lunch is always ready for me. The dogs, you know, we're walking the dogs. He's getting chores done around the house. So those kind of things. And, um, I notice I get more tired in the afternoon, quicker, more quickly. Forget the adjectives and adverbs and grammar of all that. But I notice in the afternoon, I normally take a nap in the afternoon, but like by the afternoon, I'm just depleted. And so two days ago, Monday night, two days ago, Monday night, this is recorded on a Thursday for a Sunday publishing. And on Monday night, um, I was doing okay, but I, I had actually fallen asleep and I had got heartburn. And heartburn, my mom and my sister both have had heartburn. I guess crows just have their little flappy esophageal flap. And, um, I, you know, I've had heartburn off and on for the past couple of years. I've been treated by a doctor. I know, I know all the things. Don't need anybody to fix me. I know all the things. And um, one of the reasons we got the adjustable bed was it would help, you know, for me to sit up in bed. And so I start, I, the hard part for me is like I fall asleep and then I start getting heartburn. So I'm waking up after I would normally go to bed. So the heartburn comes on about 1030 or 11 o'clock. So for like two and a half hours, I'm trying to get comfortable in bed. It, it, it really hurts. And um, I go from lights off and asleep to wide awake. My husband's asleep. So of course, I'm sitting up in bed and I'm looking at my what? My phone. I'm looking at my phone. And I came across this article on grief that was shared. And I just read the article and I sat there in bed and I just felt the grief. Uh, it's it's an absolutely normal human emotion right now. I felt the grief. I felt sadness for the hospital people, really a lot of sadness for the hospital people. I felt my anger. I felt grief. I felt my concern. Um, that, that article was really super helpful. Uh, show notes, I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. And I found it really super helpful, but the most helpful thing was just to realize how I've been compartmentalizing to function and um, that my emotions needed to come out of my body. So Louise Hay in Heal Your Life says that heartburn can be an emotional need to, it's clutching fear. And so I just sat there in bed by myself and allowed myself to feel my fear. I met it. I held it. That's exactly what the last episode was like. Quit trying to push away your fear. Embrace your fear and process the um, um, sensation. So I sat there in bed and I allowed the tears. They didn't come blurting, but they, they came. I allowed the sensations behind my nose. I allowed the sensations in my chest and I just met my fear. And I got it out of my head and into my body. And sure enough, my heartburn went away. And so yesterday, I got to bed about two o'clock in the morning. Uh, Bill let me sleep late. He did the dogs. And yesterday, I was exhausted all day long because mama likes her eight to nine hours of sleep. There's another little privilege right there too. So I, I just noticed I was stressful. Well, I looked at my calendar and what my calendar had on it. I think this is so amazing because I didn't plan it this way 
What my calendar had on it was my call with my coach. I have, I'm in a mastermind, but I have once a month, I have a one-on-one with her. So I had a one-on-one with my coach. I had a little bit of a break. And then I had a um, my weekly meeting with my operations manager and integrator. And she directs and leads that meeting, not me. <laughs> and then later that afternoon, Bill and I had a Zoom with our lawyer for updating our wills. And so obviously, first thing, I'm talking with my coach. And I told her, I said, for a minute, it's just nice to be the client and not to be the leader. And my insight after I got off that call, I was like, as I was looking at my calendar, I was like, oh, I had a, not a meltdown, but I actually, I'm going to call it a meltdown. I've been telling my clients and especially my high-end mastermind clients who I have, you know, I'm just really in it with them. I said, my request is that you have a meltdown a week. I celebrate your meltdowns. I think it is important for leaders to have an appropriate place to have their meltdowns. And what I mean by meltdown, some of you guys have heard like the breakdown leads to the breakthrough. There's a lot going through our systems, mind, body, and spirit, right? And so what a meltdown does is it purges it. It processes it because we don't want to keep it in our body. We don't want to stuff it down. I'm really big on not stuffing it down because I have been a stuffer in the past. Stuffing is not sustainable. And so um, I, um, I, you know, I had my little meltdown. The next day I was tired and agitated, but I was fully supported. I had no client calls yesterday and I just kind of went quiet on social media. I didn't respond to any comments. I gave myself permission to, to go dark. You probably didn't even notice it, but I just gave myself a break. I don't have to respond to everybody's stuff. Um, I, I don't have to do all this stuff. And it's funny because, so I have my call with Tara. Let me, let me, let me pause and gather my thoughts, take a sip of my coffee. And um, through talking with my coach, I realized that, so one of the things I've told my clients is that I am circling my wagons and choosing who to support right now. I am choosing my ecology of support. And so I right now do not feel compelled to help all of you. <laughs> okay. I cannot save the world. That is too big of a problem. But what I can't, so I'm focusing on what I can control and who I can impact. And I notice a few of my clients feeling like they need to take care of everybody. And um, so, you know, I have been sharing with my clients, like, focus on your chosen ecosystem. Um, I know a couple of people in my life that are like, I was born for this, and they want to take care of the whole world. And my small brain is like, you should be out of fear. And I'm like, no, I'm going to choose. And so I had told that to my coach, and what I realized is that I need to lock it down even more for my own sanity, So, um, you know, as I'm processing through, I was like, oh, wait a minute. So this is where the topic of this comes. Not just gather your support team, but gather it with intention. Gather it with intention. So this is what was my insight as I got off the call with Tara yesterday. I was like, she's like, what's your insight? I said, what I really need to do is journal and make a list of what I'm not available for right now. 
I am not available for dumb, dumbass comments from strangers. Normally, I have the capacity to not take that shit personally. I'm considering, you know, I do a lot of stuff from my Facebook profile instead of my page, except for with this new program. I can do both. And, and I have a lot of followers that I don't know. And I'm so appreciative of you. But right now, I, I'm not arguing with anybody on fucking social media. I just, I, and I feel, here's the thing. I feel argumentative. Right. And so I told my coach, I said, I need people to agree with me right now. <laughs> right. And normally I'm in a nervous system space where I can Byron Katie the shit out of life and I can see that it's projection and I don't have to take things personally. But right now, my resources are thin. Are yours? And so for now, I'm giving myself permission to not fuck with strangers. Right. I, I, I don't, I don't need to deal or fix or coach or even support a whole lot of strangers who don't even know me. Right. Um, and so it was like, Oh, what if now I haven't done it yet, but what if I for now just take my Facebook page to friends only? And what if I really cultivate my friends list? That may not be forever and you may not want to, you know, but it was like, Oh, I, I hadn't thought about. So if I'm intentional with my support team, who do I need help from? Now, here's the thing. That's a new phrase for me. Last year, I was the woman who became the woman who allowed high-level help. And I'll be damned if I have high-level help. So here's what happens. A couple years ago, I got help with my finances. I specifically hired a woman to have conversations with me every single two weeks about my money and my health. And my money and my health is, um, my money is definitely the best it's ever been. As a grown-ass woman in her 40s, my health is the best it's ever been. And when I looked up during this potential shift in the economy, I was like, holy shit, I feel safe. I'm mindful, but I feel safe. I've got some things in place. I've paid down debt. I have life insurance. Um, I, I am actually investing in more help now, even with the shift. And so, but, but really thinking about it in, with intention, who do you need? And a lot of people are freaking out and firing people. I'm scared. I can't afford this. And I love, there's a couple of people that have actually hired me because they said, I need you now more than ever. Like now is the time to double down on yourself. And um, so, so I have my call with Tara. I get to be the client. I don't have to be the strong one for one hour. I don't have to be the strong one. I get to process. I don't have to have all the brilliant ideas. I can wobble. She holds me and I come out with my own wisdom, ready to rock and roll. So then I have my appointment with my operations manager, integrator, new, just onboarded her recently. And she is like killing it. First of all, my inbox never been so organized. There are only three things I need to see in 18,000 messages. And she is on that. Second of all, she is loving on my clients and starting to connect with them and communicating in my Facebook groups. And then I put her on a project and she's, and I forgot that I put her on a project. This is what I love. This is what your support team can do for you. So I handed 
the baton on a project to her. So I see some people watching and some of you listening might be coming to Camp Starheart. We had to postpone. We do not know the dates, but we're going to do a virtual mini camp just as a thank you for being gracious with us. And I said, I want to send my camp people some love. I, I want them to get a little package from me and I need some help putting that together. And she is taking it and running with it and making it 10 times better than I ever could. And here's the beautiful part. When we got together, she updated me yesterday on this project. I'd forgotten I gave it to her. This is what I love about it. That decision came off my plate. So listen, right now, listen. What decisions are weighing you down that you can either hand off, not make, or make now even if you get it wrong? Decision fatigue is real. And so what I love about, and it was tempting, like as soon as I hired Amber, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be hiring somebody right now. And then I was like, no, absolutely. The extra expense of hiring somebody right now is the smartest thing I can do for this business, for my sanity. Because she is holding the things that I don't need to hold that lets me hold myself, my husband, my dogs, and my little ecosystem of clients, right? And then, so I love that she is taking care. She's doing things like scheduling for all this, all the stuff that I used to do. It's no big deal. But right now, I'm so thankful to have that support. Um, with my coach, I also have my own mastermind sisters, all the women that are in my mastermind and my colleagues. Um, I have my good friends. I have my husband. Um, I love that one of my friends, she lives alone. And so she's, and she's an extrovert. And so she, I love how she flat out asked me. She said, please check on me. I'm alone and it gets lonely and check on me. Right. And so um, I love how she basically said, you're a part of my support team. Please check on me. And so I have been sharing, um, sometimes venting, sometimes sharing wins with my mastermind sister. So the communities that I'm involved in, right? So, so far we have my coach, my husband, um, my past decisions are part of my support team, especially around money. Y'all, get your money shit together. It is so worth it. It is not easy. It has taken me seven years, but get it together because you will look up one day when you need it and you'll be like, holy fuck, my money shit is together. And this is why. This is what they were talking about. Um, my integrator and operations manager. And then the next one was my lawyer. So the last thing we did yesterday was got together with a lawyer. We did it via Zoom. And Bill and I are having our wills drawn up and we're talking about all that. And, you know, for Bill, it's pretty simple for me. I have some estate planning trauma, not trauma. Well, it is trauma. I've healed a lot of it, but I, you know, drawing up a will and there's been a lot of bad blood in wills in my family. But there's also been a lot of good things. Um, wills have given me, you know, given me, a nice little booster. Thanks, Grandpa, and thanks, Aunt Joanne. And so we put together that yesterday and had some of those difficult conversations. You know, putting your estate together, doing your medical power of attorney, doing your executors, figuring out who all those people are. What are your wishes? We talked about that last night. I said, Bill, I don't think, Bill and I are seriously locked down. So, and even we're not even like today. He's like, I'm craving some enchiladas. And he's like, do I want to risk going through takeout for all that we've done to stay clear of anybody else's germs? And 
And that's one of the things we're weighing. Do we want to risk somebody else handling our food that we don't know what they're doing? And not to be in a place of fear, but so we talked about it. Like if we get this and I, you know, I said, listen, I want to make my end of life wishes known, not just power of medical attorney, but I want to make, you know, if it looks like I'm going to die, I want you to drag my ass out of that hospital and I want to die at home with my dogs. And you can use my life insurance money to bleach the house when I'm gone. Um, and we had that conversation last night. And and I don't, do I really think I'm going to die? No, but in the past, I've been too chicken to have those kind of conversations. And so what I love is like, if we're intentional about having those conversations, how much does it support? It supports him, supports me, Etc. So we had that conversation with our lawyer, getting it moved off um, off of our plates and off of our minds. My marketing team, um, my marketing team, Stacy and Callie are have been um, helping me. They've been adjusting my content that goes out automatically. Um, they're just waiting for me for next steps, but they are on it too. And what I love about them being on it is I haven't had to be on it so I can turn around and support myself and support other people. So that's just an example of the team that I have. I want you to think about what is your support team? And I don't necessarily mean your staff or your, you know, that kind of thing. Some of you may not have that, but you might want to. You might want to invest in a coach right now. You might want to invest in some admin support right now. That is just, you know, having somebody, this is what I love about admin. I can do it all day long, but it scrambles my brain kind of like fried eggs, but it doesn't scramble Amber's brain. And so when I hand it to her, she feels useful and helpful and she's in her zone of genius. What helps me is loving on my people, loving on my husband, taking care of my home, taking care of myself, getting my face cute, getting dressed during the day, these kinds of things. And so think about right now who currently is on your support team. Who's your emotional support? Who is your connection support? And then who is your, who's your business support team? Who is helping you, even if you're a solopreneur? And then think about who could help you. I literally want you to get out a pen and a piece of paper, and I want you to draw yourself in the middle of a circle, and then I want you to make other little circles and see who can you surround yourself with, both paid and not paid, that can support you. I love one of my clients. She is so funny. Um, she is so funny, and she... Uh, she sends me messages all the time. And she sent me a message the other day. She said, Allison, I want to pay you now for next month. I have permission to share these, by the way. She's so cute. Sometimes she records things and says, so you can share with other people because I want them to know. She said, I want to pay you for next month. I want to make sure that she's like, you are my team. I need you. I get so much from this group. I get so much from our community. And I just want to make sure I have this money. And I said, sweetheart, you can't pay me for next month because that's not the way the membership program works. I said, and it doesn't serve you. What I want you to do is I want you to trust that if you want to put that money away, that you can do it. You don't need me to do it for you. <laughs> it's not my job. It's your job to save your money to be able to afford the things you want. 
It's your job to adjust your finances to afford the things you want. And she was so, she was like, even more, this is why I need you because you help me be my strongest self. And, and so who can help you be your strongest self? Who can hold you when you are snot nose crying for 20 minutes so that you can get on being the fucking champion of the rest of your life? Who can you delegate things to? Um, one of the things that was stressing Bill and I out was the grocery store shopping. And um, we had gone to the grocery store and then we'd be doing uh, online orders. But the online orders are like 10 days out. And so we decided to piecemeal it. We reactivated our butcher box and we reactive or we started a vegetable delivery, right? A vegetable delivery. So we wouldn't have to wait. We've ordered the dog foods. We've ordered the dog meds. We've got our dog meds. We're doing everything we can online. And that is supporting us. So take a minute, take an hour of your time today and slow down. Write down what would support you, who is supporting you, where could you fill in the gaps, and then write down what you're no longer available for. Right now, it is okay for you to shrink your circle of capacity for the time being. You do not have to be Mother Teresa and save the whole world. In fact, if you are trying to save and please and serve everybody and it's exhausting you, you are not serving anybody. So shrink your world if you need to for a time being. Make sense? I don't want you to be like me. For me, I mean, I was gathering it, kind of piecemealing it, but that was my big takeaway yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, the universe really supported me and supporting you by making this one Wednesday of my life full very clear on my, that's what I love is that my calendar showed me, oh, all three appointments today are with support for me. That is highly unusual. And what I, what it did was really highlight, do you have support? Allison, what support do you need? What support can you give? What can you let go of? And let's intentionally, strategically Boy Scout the shit of this, right? In mind, body, and spirit. My next layer of support, um, there is another area of support that I, I want to call in. Uh, I'm going to talk with my colleague, Sarah Intonato, about yoga. I think she's going to do an online virtual retreat or, uh, you know, she's got some meditations and stuff, but part of me really wants to get back to yoga. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, we've set up in our garage, we've set up our bike. Bill has a um, pulley uppy thing and we have some weights and kettlebells and we um, we have those things set up, but we both know we need a little bit more exercise than even usual because we need to get the stress out. And so I'm really um, probably going to bring in somebody to specifically talk with me on a regular basis about um, my health or even if it's just an accountability partner where we both agree to meet online and do yoga together or something like that. Or maybe it's Bill and I just commit to Bill and I show up with him in the garage um, every single day for a little while. So with that, thank you so much for listening today. Listen, Soulies is open. Soulful Success, our community, is open right now. It is a great place to land 
for men or women. We have an amazing diverse community of business owners. We have a diverse community of human beings from mystic to logistic. One of the things I love about having built a community where we do live coaching, business coaching is on Monday, starting in April, life coaching is always on Thursday or one Saturday a month. On uh, one Tuesday a month, we have an office hour, happy hour, just kind of strategy connection time. Sometimes we're just laughing and shooting the shit. Um, but we have 60 people that are actively supporting each other. Um, it's not an obligation. There are some people that are quietly doing their thing, but there is a space for $222 a month right now is the current pricing where you can get high level coaching from me. And what I love, it's too, it's like I, I, I see in the group, it's like, oh, I had a coffee chat or I had a session with so-and-so for energy work or, you know, people are helping each other. I've shrunk down my circle. And so, yes, my one public thing is going to be this podcast. That's it. I may do a post here or there, but I am not trying to create coaching or create content for the masses right now. I just can't be bothered with that. And so I am doing my podcast for the masses one thing a week. That's it. It's a regular podcast. This is my free content for you. If you have questions, uh, I can answer them in the podcast. But I'm not going to do any brain picking. I'm not not doing new coaching sessions for everybody. I'm not here to do that. I have this free podcast. And then I have my first layer of support is Soulful Success. Um life and business. We have a lot. I have a new client that heard me on the podcast last week and she was like, oh my God. She said, I cannot believe the group, the coaching, the ideas. I haven't even hit the resources behind the scenes. And she was like, I'm doubling down on myself right now. So if you want to double down on yourself and need a place to plug in for everything from mystic to logistic support, come come to Soulful Success. Past clients, you are welcome to rejoin. Um, soulfulsuccess.info. Soulfulsuccess.info. Soulful has two L's, or you can, I think, type coachwithallison.com, coachwithallison.com. You are welcome to join us. We would love to have you beginning now. Um, April's going to be a great month. We are figuring this out. We are supporting each other. Um, and if you have ever thought of um, having me on your support team, I would love to be on your support team. With that, I'm out. Thanks so much for spending time with me on the podcast, in the live stream. Let me know how you're doing. How are you doing? What support do you need? Even if you tell me in the comments or tell me somewhere on social media, it may not be for me to hear. It may be for you to hear. With that, thanks for spending time with me. I will see you next week. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.